Voici la triste histoire vécue d'un gars tranquille, d'une fille perdue. Il l'a connue un lundi soir chez des amis où il était venu faire ses devoirs. Écoutez-les, contez l'histoire. Je l'ai connu un lundi soir, c'est bien gravé dans ma mémoire. Elle m'a demandé si tu dansais. J'y ai dit non, elle est allée mettre un record. J'avais signé mon arrêt de mort. Ginette, Ginette, avec tes seins et tes souliers à talons hauts. T'as mis de la brume dans mes lunettes, t'as fait de moi un animal. Ginette, fais-moi sauter dans ton cerceau. Je me souviens plus à quel endroit J'aimais bien les mathématiques Mais grâce à elle j'étais content Je savais comment compter les pas Dans un tcha-tcha Ginette Ginette Avec tes seins et tes souliers à talons hauts T'as mis de la brume dans mes lunettes T'as de moi un animal Ginette Fais-moi sauter dans ton cerceau Jamais Ginette qui ne m'aimait plus Car un beau soir comme dans les vues Elle disparut Je suis à Rouen rendu Mon chum l'a vu me danse tout nu Dans un motel en bout de son rêve Elle est déshabillée mais à garder Ses beaux souliers c'est ben assez Pour se faire aimer Ginette You're listening to Ink Studs on CITR 101.9 FM. I'm sitting here with, uh, and you'll, I'm going to try and get this right. I'm, I'm a horrible anglophone. I'll uh, say it <laughs> a bit. Uh, Michel Rebaliate mm-hmm. um, from uh, Quebec. His series is uh, the Paul series, for lack of a better term. Uh, Paul Goes Fishing. Uh, what are the ones I got here? The Song of Roland. Paul Has a Summer Job. Um as well as Paul Moves Out. Yeah, and, and Paul in the Country, the first one. And the upcoming... Uh, Paul Joins the Scouts. Paul, is that what it's going to be called in English? Yeah, yeah, it's, that's, it's the final title we, we have now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's interesting because in French it's Paula... Is it Paula Park? Yeah. yeah. And your previous one was Paula... Québec. À Québec. And... Um, do you think the different names mean diff, like, yeah. how's that for you changing the name? It, w- it, w- I, I, it depends on what the uh, translator wants, wants uh, the, the book, you know, the, the, it's, the, it's the sound. You, you can't say in English like Paul in Quebec, because Paul à Quebec is, is in, in fact Paul in Quebec City, so it's not really good, you know, it's not in the province of, it's in the, the city of, and Paul in Quebec City didn't sound really good. I had that title for the French. I wanted that title, pa- uh, the Song of Roland. That's what I wanted in French at first, La Chanson de Roland, because it, it, fit, it, feel, it, it fits really well with the story. But my publisher didn't want to, to see the go Paul. He, he, he wanted, he wanted the, the, Paul, the name Paul inside <laughs> the title. So we kept it like that, and I had to find something that, w- that fit okay. Paul à Québec was the only title I could, I could uh, come, uh, come up with. But in English, I return to my uh, preferred uh, title. The Song of Roland is, is is okay for me, and it's better than uh, Paul, uh, Paul in Quebec City. It's funny, like before it had been translated, um, and I hadn't read it because hadn't been translated. I've been like kind of under the assumption, or I've been told like it's very, it's a very Quebec book, um, and f- not like more than the other. Uh, well, and it, and that's the thing. It's like I find it's it's Quebec and the identity, but it it's it, this. It's this more about family. It's about it's, yeah, exactly, and that's mm-hmm. what I really got for, and that's mm-hmm. why like the song seems so much more appropriate because yes. it's like it's a tribute. Yes. 
And it's in, in, and it is about his favorite. Uh, at the end of the book, you really hear uh, his favorite song. It's Ave Maria from Schubert. That's his favorite song. So it's the song of Roland. <laughs> so it, it fits okay with the with the title. But it's not a book about. Uh, it's not that Quebecish. Uh, of course, it, it, the action takes place in Quebec and and, and Montreal. Uh, but it's it's a story about a family dealing with the. Uh, the upcoming death of the uh, of um, of their uh, their of, of Roland, which is the the f Carol uh, Lucy's father and uh, Paul's uh, father-in-law, and it's it's about that. It's about dealing with the that upcoming death. You, you know, you know from the start that he's going to die at the end. He, he's got three months to live, but uh, the interesting story to make with that was was about the family. How uh, how are they going to deal about that? How how are they going to react? And it, I was I had the chance to be, um, you know, like backbencher in that story and really observe all the family. So I had I, I, I took notes and I really I, I could tell their story because it's true. And I went I lived it, you know, and I I, I went through the the, the, the illness myself uh, with, with them. So um, I'm curious uh, how kind of maybe rewinding a bit about yourself and your choice um, to start doing the Paul series. Um, like, I don't know what you've done for comics before, Paul, mm. like if you'd done much. Nothing much, no. I used to be a graphic designer uh, for, uh, I don't know, 15 years. And then I, I, I switched to illustrator like so for uh, magazines like Reader's Digest or uh, Maclean's and things like that <laughs> and I really had fun in there too it was a nice career I, I had a lot of uh, um, freedom in my work but uh, at some point it wasn't enough for me like uh, I liked uh, I was planning to do something more creative and at the um, the beginning of the 90s I saw some stuff uh, on my coming to my desk because I I met uh, Chris Oliveros, which is the publisher of um, the Drawing Quarterly, and I had he asked me to do the uh, the logo for the magazine at that time because I was a graphic designer, and that that was the first time I saw uh, I saw Chester Brown's work and Seth's work and all that, so that really uh, lit a, a candle in my head. <laughs> But that was the, the, the beginning of the 90s. I waited uh, until 1998 uh, to really, to, you know, put my hands uh, on, a, on a pencil and do something for myself. But these guys really inspired me, of course. It was different. You know, Chester's stuff is so, was so, you know, natural and different and so, so real. I really like that kind of storytelling. No, you know, it's, uh, I... I so I didn't invent anything myself. I just, I just plunged in there. I and I and I and I, and I told to myself, uh, well, my, maybe uh, maybe I could try that that kind of work, working with um, real stories and uh, personal personal experiences, and I kind of liked it. <laughs> what is that like? Reading Chester's autobio was that kind of what urged pushed you into doing your own kind of autobiography oh yes, of course it was it was uh, part of the of course chester uh, uh, the, the work of chester really pushed me uh, into it of and and, and um, what i like it, it, it it's the, um, the the freshness and the honesty i i, I read in there um, and the black and white really was fit fit to me well. I was working in color before I did comics. I used to work on computer only. I was the, the you know a sort of computer geek, and I worked exclusively on freehand Photoshop and all that. And when I started doing doing comics, I said, okay, the hell with that. Now I want to work on paper, black and white, and ordinary tools. And it was really like a sort of a relief. <laughs> Now I really enjoy working with ink, paper, and every I don't touch the computer anymore. Maybe because I did, I, I jumped in the uh, computer business too soon. I, 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 uh, starting in '85, I, I, I started to work in, um, in Macintosh illustration. So uh, I, uh, at the end of the '90s, I was I was like uh, fed up with computers. So I'm glad I I'm working uh, you know manually now. 
uh, apart uh, Chester, of course, I was I had certainly had uh, other influences from France, maybe uh, from Bloch or all the gang at l'association. So I saw some interesting publications coming out from France with uh, Christophe Blain, David B, and all these guys from l'association. And you, you you can tell that yeah, it was a sort of new wave, of course, uh, uh, at the beginning of the 90s, and I. It really uh, lit, lit me up, <laughs> and I wanted to try it by myself. So I tried a first story of uh, 24 pages, Paul in the Country. A at the beginning, it, it was only published, like I'd, I only made um, 12 photocopies of that stories, and I gave it to my friends, and that's it. Uh, it was just for fun. But um, an editor, a publisher came by, uh, La Pastèque in Montreal, mm -hmm. and they wanted to publish it uh, for real. So I did another story in inside the book, which is called uh, Paul Apprentice Typographer, and we had these two two stories together in the book to make a 48-page book, and that's and that's how it, it all began. So and I had a little success with that. I had some pat on the shoulder <laughs> from the public, and then Drawn and Quarterly published it, uh, translated it in fr in English. And uh, that's how it started. So, but I didn't, you know, I I, I continued doing some uh, illustration for uh, seven or eight years uh, parallel to that work. I couldn't, you know, just um, kill everything and just do comics. I mm -hmm. couldn't at that time. I couldn't. Now I I do only that. I do only comics, and it's really a, a benediction. <laughs> <laughs> um. Transferring to like drawing on paper um, was part of that. Like it, I guess, allows you to be kind of freer and looser. I don't get. Drawing? I don't get. I don't. I'm not sure. I'm getting your question. Like um, <laughs> sometimes when f people draw on the computer, they're always trying to get everything perfect. Yeah, yeah. And perfect. Yeah, yeah. And perfecter. Um, and when you're drawing on paper, um, you're not so like. You can only go so far. Yeah. Like you can't retouch it up. You and the, the neatness, the yes. Uh, but it's, it's strange because when I look at my uh, my, my illustration done by hand, um, I, I can see that it, it's influenced. They're influenced by my computer work because when I when I when you work an illustrator, you know it's really hard edge and really clean, and that's what's in what that's what uh, influenced my work now. But I do it by hand now. But and I, and I but I do tolerate the accidents and the uh, and and if it if it's not perfect, it's okay. See. Um, but I it's it's like so it's like sort of a relief, but I uh, you have to tolerate the ox the accidents when you when you work by hand, o otherwise you go crazy. <laughs> um, I'm curious about what you would have been reading as a young man. Um, in some books you mentioned, or in one I think it was in uh, in Song of Roland, um, seeing the old. Uh, Quebecois cartoonist Albert Chartier maybe yeah mm -hmm. um, and I'm curious like what you had been growing up reading because you also mentioned reading Spirou yeah um, but of course in Montreal we didn't get uh, so we, we we could get some comics uh, like uh, superhero comics but nobody really bought them we were mostly in uh, Belgium and French uh, comics at that time in the 70s that's it was really coming in massively from the distributors that's what what we that's what that's what we found in uh, on the, the school shelves and in the bookshops so uh, and it was really uh, easy to get and I kind of liked it too. So that's what I read when I was a kid. Spirou magazine, Tintin magazines, Pilote, Fluid Glacial, uh, all these uh, French magazines. So that's what I... And I continued reading Fluid Glacial and... Uh, uh, but I really, I, I don't know a thing about superheroes. I, I only know Batman from the uh, TV show, you know, from the 70s TV show. <laughs> That's all I know about com about superheroes. <laughs> um, I read like the first 30 pages of your, your latest book that's coming out soon. Mm -hmm. And I totally forgot the translated name. Uh, Paul Joins the Scouts. Paul Joins the Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all I can think is Paul at the Park. Um, no, Paul, you know, for that one, you know, Paul at the Park didn't fit to... Yeah. to no, it wasn't, wasn't right, so Paul Joins the Scout is better. <laughs> in the first bit that I'd read, um, 
you have been drawing comics or gotten into drawing comics because you had uh, I guess how to draw comics. Yeah, I I, I found that book. Yeah, come on, how to to become a comic creator. It, it was published in, in the sixties by Marabou, um, but the two the two authors are Franquin and uh, Franquin is the father of Gaston Lagaffe and Spirou and Gigé, another important uh, artist from the Spirou gang. Um, that book really opened my eyes, and in that book you had so much information about how to do comics, how to write scenarios, and they really got really deep inside the um, the comic uh, the comic. Uh, business so uh, this was a really important book to me mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing what I can <laughs> oh no it's great um, I'm wondering like how did you use that for a while or because I don't know what happens in no the I just picked up a couple of tricks in there you know they say oh okay you you got to have a, a good material if you want to do comics you got to get real paper uh, thick paper and uh, you can use a pen like this and uh, we you can do your close-ups with a brush uh, number zero and the double zero and you you have to use a good ink and things like that and uh, don't overpack your uh, your frames uh, try to uh, put some air uh, you know put some space between the action and everything the action has to go from left to right and things like that you know th tricks like that so uh, I just picked up a couple of tricks in there and then I went from I, I did some f f you know by myself but that at that age I was like 10 or 11 years old so you, you know at that age you don't have the really patience to you know, build a scenario and a synopsis and, uh, you know, really uh, uh, make a, a nice decoupage or story storyboard. You, you just go directly to <laughs> into it and you, you, you hit a wall. <laughs> I mean, uh, 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 in three pages, you hit the wall because you didn't prepare your story. And I, it, it, took, a, it took me a long time to realize that I, you really, it's a, it's a writing thing. Uh, doing comics, you have to write before. You have to make some sort of plan, some, sor some sort of preparation. I'm not good at improvising so uh, and if you want to write long stories like mine you really have to go you to be prepared because I, I you know I spend about two years on each story so it has to be written down and clear so otherwise uh, it goes everywhere and it, it's, it's not right <laughs> yeah um, it, I'm really it, it's interesting like your books like they all have very very nice arcs they they work really well and it seems like you have an amazing um, memory for detail and I'm wondering like have you been journaling your life um, like sketchbooking no not exactly but when I get into a story uh, I write everything down I, uh, I write my I like to work in a special um, uh, period of my life uh, the Paul 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 Pac is a nice space it's it's in the 70s uh, during October 70 and in, Qu in Quebec we had the FLQ that was you know uh, really scaring everybody and it's a, it was a terrorist groupuscule so um, it wasn't the news each day and it's, it's kind of a nice uh, nice um, Time uh, uh, time frame to work in. Uh, the next one I'm I'm doing is it's in '76 during the uh, Summer Olympics in Montreal. So that's uh, again it's it's an interesting uh, time to place my, my my character and he's 16 years old and uh, there's music playing. Peter Frampton is all over the place and th th these kind of things interest me. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> I think you kind of. No, you, 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 you're, you're yeah, I'm asking about like kind of keeping yeah, track. Yeah, I'm trying to have an interesting, you know, period to to give me energy. Okay, I can do this. Okay, that's that's an interest. Uh, and I'm trying to interest, uh, you know, to to um, to awaken the interest of the reader. I don't want it. Uh, I'm not into autobiogra pure autobiographical stuff. You know, I don't. I don't. Uh, I'm never telling about my. Uh, you know my my relation with my my girlfriend this is really uh, in the background I don't um, uh, all my uh, personal problems are art and are not in there uh, so I, I I'm always keeping track uh, of 
is is this going to interest is this going to be interesting or captivating for a reader if it's not then i i, I, don't, I don't use it if if I, if I think it can captivate this the attention of a reader then i put it in it i try to make some scenes or scenarios with uh, uh, ordinary events mm -hmm. um i love how the books kind of they take place in times in your life yeah but you don't put them out in order of no there there's no order that's and why d there's no numbers on the book too they're not you can take any book and uh, you'll have a complete story of course if you read the the, the series from the beginning you can see the drawing evaluate and uh, probably the storytelling is getting better and uh, the writing is getting better i hope so that's what <laughs> i'm aiming for but y the whole st the stories are always complete maybe because it's, it's uh, maybe it's a sort of a reaction because when i was a kid i i, I used to hate uh, stories to um uh, you know uh when it, to be continued yeah. I, i i it really drove me crazy i didn't uh, i didn't like that formula uh, Jean, you you had to buy the album number one two three four five and i i think i always i was always thinking to myself why don't they they make the story why don't they make a 200 page story and uh, you know sell it for 50 bucks and we'll have the whole thing <laughs> that's what i'm trying to do I, i'm trying to make like to uh, big stories complete and not to be continued if if possible n n n as a matter of fact no all the all my uh, my books are uh, are uh, unique stories mm -hmm. they hold by themselves i i love it though when like you read something in one book and like it kind of ties in yes sometimes to another book like it's And that's where it feels there's that togetherness, but they're not dependent. No, they're not dependent. But you ha you have some family, uh, you have some little links, uh, some little wires that you can uh, can can relate to when you read Paul joins the Scouts. You can see his mother, and you can she maybe you can feel oh, okay. That's why her his mother is like that. Uh, okay, his dad was French, so his grandmother was French too. So you can see that in Paul in the Metro, and you can see it in Paul goes fishing. You know, it's it's all mixed together, but y you can see that there there's there there's, there's a lot of truth facts and there there that that are popping uh, you know f from time to another mm -hmm. so your family um, Italian last name yeah your grandmother was from from Paris from Paris yeah and I'm, I'm really curious about that like you that very Canadian identity in a way in Quebec, yeah, but uh, in fact, my father, my grandfather, was an Italian from from uh, Torino, but he uh, he made he, he lived in Paris for all his life, so he was he was a Frenchman. Uh, he had an Italian name, but you know, uh, my father didn't learn Italian from him, and they they used to live in Paris, and they came in Montreal in the 30s during the uh, you know, the Depression, and that's that's it. So my father uh, he he, he, he was five when he moved from France. That's that's my that's my French uh, <laughs> that's my Italian story there. So I don't speak Italian. I don't understand it. Oh, okay. neither than my father. <laughs> okay, because I thought. I was so it's more a French family. You, you know, in Paul, when they eat, like, they eat like uh, gigot, lamb gigot, and flageolets and things like that. That's really that's really a French. They don't eat Italian at all. They uh, they, they, they 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 speak with with French expressions like mon biquet, uh, les gosses, uh, on va pas en faire un fromage. Or it's all it's all it's all in you know they're French 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 from Paris. <laughs> And I think you, you you can feel that in my French book, maybe not in the English books, but uh, <laughs> in in my in my French, the, the original version, you, my 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 grandmother and my father, they they use some words that you can say, oh, okay, they're not from Quebec exactly, they're from France. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a very different language. Yes, there there's small differences. Yeah. My, yeah. my girlfriend, she can, uh, she speaks like. Parisian French, no problem. Okay. She has a really hard time with uh, Quebecois French. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> She's from France. No, but she was taught by French. Oh, okay, teachers okay. That's yeah, of course. That's an, uh, that's another. It's, it's another thing. Yeah, Quebecois is a special dialect. <laughs> um, speaking of Quebec, um, one of the things in Song for Roland, um, kind of, I guess, a really small part of the story is a little bit about. Uh, some mentions of Quebec solidarity, uh, Quebec independence. 
and it seems like it's something which is on your mind but hard to resolve or uh yes that's a f- of course this is com- this is something that is it's in the air you know in Quebec of course now the question is really come dimmed down we don't people don't talk about independence really uh, really often from nowadays i mean we had the 81 referendum it didn't work uh, the ni- 80 and then in 95 uh, uh, that it went, it went, it almost passed, but it didn't went through. So uh, uh, now people are really come, you know, not upset, but a little bit. Um, uh, they don't talk about it anymore uh, much. It's not in the air. It's mo- it's most uh, you you hear mostly uh, about economy now and uh, solidarity and things like that. But we. Um, Independence is not in the air, and there's no leader right now like René Lévesque or a thing, or a guy that would be, uh, you know, that would be uh, strong enough to, you know, gather uh, big amounts of peoples and uh, crowds and things like that. Um, <laughs> it's it's not in the air right now. <laughs> Just that, yeah. that that's all I can say. I don't hear about it uh, uh, a lot in town for for a couple of years now. Are you in Montreal? Yes, or? I'm in Montreal. Yeah been there your whole life yes and that's why i write about montreal i like i always speak about things that i know so uh i wouldn't write anything about vancouver for now because i've, uh, I've only been here for five days so <laughs> it's not long enough and uh, and i would probably be wrong in my storytelling if i if i, if I would be trying to talk about vancouver people uh, you you have to spend a, uh, at least i don't know uh, three or four years here to to really get a good portrait of the of the place and the people I would so I wouldn't uh, risk myself uh, about talking about the, the West West Canadian or uh, Vancouver for now. <laughs> in one of the books, I think it was in uh, it was in Paul has a summer job. I can't remember one of the ones where you leave home. Which yeah, and, uh, and I leave home. Yeah, for a summer job. Yeah, no, or, or you run away for. Okay, that's in Pas de la Pêche. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's 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 a it's a little story inside the story. Uh, I, I make I make a fugue a fugue a fugue. Uh, I, I run away for a day. I, yeah. I mean, I, I I'm 15 years old. The character is 15 years old. He wants to, you know. Uh, 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 go away from school and leave it uh, leave everything behind him so he takes his bike but he only has like five dollars in his pocket so he just makes it at half the bridge on the Jacques Cartier bridge and he comes back home <laughs> that's um, a that's a kind of story I like to tell <laughs> one of the things that I like about the story is um, and you do this with other things is Montreal's a character in that story oh yeah absolutely yeah, especially in that one. Uh, uh, I mean, especially in Paul moves out. Paul in Paul moves out. You have the st- the, the town, the city is always on the background. I I really um, was generous in all these images. You can see Saint Lawrence Boulevard from uh, from a lot of angles, Saint Denis Street and the Plateau Mont Royal. And uh, I, I really like to draw exteriors too, and it's important to me because. Uh, um, most of the exteriors I do are like uh, landmarks of the city and r- will probably someday uh, be demolished or something like that. So I like to do things that, like uh, on St. Lawrence Boulevard, you have, uh, y- we used to have Warshaw, that was a, a gro- the first grocery store, uh, but it's now, it, they demolished it now. And uh, we used to have uh, on Sherbrooke Street a place called Orange Julep uh, re- with really nice neon signs all over it but they demolished they, they demolished it today so I, I I really like to do um, go get these things that will probably uh, disappear in a couple of years will you go and like say sit there and draw it yeah I usually go take pictures okay at the exact ag- uh, angle that I want to to use it like Tardy I worked a bit like Tardy when you look at Tardy book uh, like uh, 120 rue de la gare or uh, books like that you can see that he goes around a lot taking photographs of Paris uh, in every angle it's always at the um, the, the height of his yeah. head the photos are n- uh, you you don't really get like contreplongé or uh, plongé uh, angles it's always at the at the human height and I, I work a bit like him so when I, I when I do my uh, decoupage storyboard I know that at maybe uh, frame four I will need a, the corner of a street in a certain angle and I go myself take the picture it's really fun to do <laughs> on location 
<laughs> I go take location pictures. I really like that 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 of ah Seigneur. My my English is really rusty. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> um, it's uh, I always. It's funny, like, we're both Canadian, um, but it's like, I still haven't spoken to a lot of uh, Quebecois, cartoonists, um, but there's still a lot of commonalities, like, between Canadian and Quebecois. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but for yourself, um, you've been able to go and do comics as your, as your job. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a lot of support in France? Like you say, you've been to Angoulême. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, w- something that really helped me, it's in, uh, b- uh, I won the uh, public prize, Prix du Public, in 2010 10 for uh, Paul à Québec. Uh, so this, re- this really, it, it helped me uh, in France because in France, uh, it's really, it's really hard to get your books. Um, it's, re- it's hard to get attention on your books because there are so many players and so many uh, artists working, they don't n- know what to do with all the n- you know the, the the new books that are coming out each 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 week. There you know there's like uh, 50 books coming out, so it's really hard to um, to g- get some attention on your and and I'm, I, and I'm in Quebec too. I I'm not in France to do promotion, uh, you know from 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 week to week. So I'm really far away, um, but that helped. Um, uh, the, 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 the French readers are really com- um, sensible when there's a tag on the book or a, a sticker on it, you know, like uh, Prix uh, Femina, the Goncourt Prize, Femina Prize, that's important to them. Mm-hmm. And so if they see a, a, a sticker on the book, they'll, they'll give it a try. So that, that, that's what happened and that, that's what I... Um, when I went to salons uh, in the s- in bookshops over there and I, and I did some signings, a lot of people told me that they, they picked up the book just because there was a sticker on it and they give it, gave it a try. And they liked it, and <laughs> it, it, but that's how it works. There, there's, too m- there's so much players, uh, so much, uh, uh, so much uh, offre, so much, um, um, so much merchandise on the, on the shelves that, uh, that really helped me. Is it published by a different French publisher, or is it still La Pastique? No, it's the same. It's La Pastique, uh, La Pastique in Quebec. But now we have the all the books that are uh, pub uh, that, are, uh, that are available in France and Bel- Belgium. They're printed over there. So we do a print run in France now. Now we don't we don't uh, you know ship the books anymore. It's too mm. complicated and and it's cheaper anyway. So. <laughs> It's, it's funny, but it, it, it is cheaper uh, in France than in Canada. We're supposed to be in the paper country. We're supposed to have pulp and everything, but here the paper is so expensive. I don't know why. Well, <laughs> especially uh, Quebec is like kind of the well, yeah the heart of Canadian printing. Yeah, and we're supposed to have uh, like you know like miles and miles of uh, uh, forests, and <laughs> we're supposed to be a leader in the paper business, but. All we do with our trees is is uh, newsprint paper, cheap newsprint. We don't have any art paper or ne- any you know nice papers. We don't have it uh, uh, much uh, for for a country like ours. That it, it always surprised me. And in Italy, we ha- you have all kinds of super papers that you can use, and they're not so expensive. I don't know how they do it, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we have the the matière première to do it here. So I don't, I don't understand why. <laughs> um. You mentioned you you don't want the comics to be about you specifically, and I'm wondering if you can talk a bit about um, the importance of your family as parts of your story. Oh, they're, they're so important to me. I mean, I'm using them like puppets, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm aware of that, and they're aware too, so that's why the names are, t- are all changed. It's uh, just like a, it's respect for them that I changed their names because I use their faces. Of course, you couldn't recognize my sister-in-law in the street because my drawings are, you know, are minimalist and you couldn't really make out a real face. But I use them. I use my father. I use my mother and my my si- my sister and everybody <laughs> because they're so it's, it's so much fun to use you know real characters. I know them. I know they're uh, all the, uh, uh, I know how. Uh, they 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 react to situations and that's really fun to use. Um, all all the characters in my books uh, are real people. 
so it's uh, I, I mean, they have been real people people I've known or people I've, I've heard of but uh, they, they exist and that that's uh, that's what motiva motivates me to uh, makes my, make my stories I need that kind of honesty and reality to to carry on um, song for Roland um, if like like I said it's like a tribute to Roland in a way and I'm wondering uh, how is that for your family kind of seeing this book oh uh, they, 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 they told me that it was great the, 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 the story was pretty really realistic uh, they liked it very much of course I uh, it's a sort of homage I do to that that family and their uh, their um, um, how do you say that um, I thought their react their their reactions were always were beautiful, you know. It was so heartwarming to see them all around that that man, and you know, at a point in the story, everybody quits his or her or hers job, and they they decide to sleep over with Roland at the center and just consecrate all their time to 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 be with him until the end, and that's what really happened in life. And I thought that was really a nice story to tell. You know, it's so human and beautiful. Um, that that's not the way it happened with my parents, but with my my uh, wife's parents. That, that my wife's uh, father. That's how it happened. And it's not it's not exaggerated. It's not enhanced. There's no violin uh, um, uh, involved in that. But it's just an ordinary family. And a portrait uh, of what they did and uh, how they reacted and how they dealt with that uh, with that matter what you do not a violin but what you're really able to do is um, create a kind of quietness in your comics yes like uh, this this silence in there that I really love in that story it's pretty particularly uh, important to have some silence and time you have to feel the time that's you're really stretching because it's it's stretching uh, he, he didn't uh, you know that man didn't die on the first day of the diagnosis it took three months so you have to feel these three months in the book that's why uh, uh, there's chapters you know September October November and the time is going by October you see Halloween and people are getting back to their occupations but each night they're going back to to Roland to see how he's going and at a point everybody's uh, they're sharing their, their their time they're all they're never uh, everybody's not going there uh, at the same time uh, we we had at a point to ch to share the time because it was you know it's too long we we have we had jobs and lives too and i wanted to feel that until the end so um you I have I had to put like a sort of uh, chapters, three chapters really to to make the time uh, to make the readers feel the time and the silence and, and yeah and uh, just the days and hours going going by going by. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my god! No, it's great. <laughs> no, it's, it's all mixed up. I'm sorry. No, no, it's, <laughs> it's very good. And like that book especially. Um, I found it probably one of the more kind of raw, touching books I'd read oh. in a long time. Like, and I feel like it's a book that maybe you were kind of building your skills towards as a storyteller. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, but it's a story I knew. So, uh, at starting from that, uh, usually I get a fairly good story when I know the and I know my characters I know my story and of course it, it's it is a touching story it's about it's, it's about life it's about death and uh, I could make a good uh, reporting on that because I li I, I, I lived it so I, I was uh, a témoin uh, witness a privileged witness of the of that of that story um, I hope my storytelling is getting better with Pol in Pola Quebec because uh, w when I see my books, I can I can tell that the, 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 the my, my my narration, my storytelling is getting more refined, and that's what I'm aiming for. I'm not really aiming to do a, a, 
you know, a fancier drawing or uh, mm -hmm. getting some colors in there and shadows and everything. I don't really care about drawings. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I use a format and it's it's okay. It's nine by twelve, uh, nine frames or nine to six frame per page. That th this is you know this is this is all I need to very like a tradition. Yeah, like Tintin. You know, Tintin is like always the same size. Um, to me, it's it's really what's going on in the story that matters. Um, the drawings aren't so important to me. Uh, when you see guys like you know Schultz making so touching stories with a few few uh, pen strokes, I mean you you get it. You, I mean it's understandable that you you don't have to go so far to to get the reader's attention. Um, when you see. Uh, I mean, Crazy Cat and things like that, or uh, Brete Cher or Bruno Heights, all people working with very, very simple uh, drawings, and but but they have really interesting things to to say. So that's where I'm really working on. I'm I'm I work a lot on my scenarios. Maybe I'm, this is what scenarios and synopsis. That that's really what's more important to me. Dialogues, narration, uh, doing the right mise en scène. This is what what it's important to me not making as a, a show with with drawings i'm i'm not interesting in that yeah <laughs> one of my favorite pages um and i actually did a talk at a class and i was showing them different canadian cartoonists and i showed them a page from uh paul goes fishing where you're with your father and you did a full page yeah it's just it's all in black yeah and then in the middle a small small yeah uh, boat yeah <laughs> Yeah, th this is the power of the narration you can get in, in, in comics, of course. Using a full page like that, it, it, it weighs something, you know. It's not it's, uh, you have to use the space, the maximum space to make to, to use the, to get the maximum emotion. Uh, th these are the things that interest me in doing comics and the, uh, all the, in the mise en scène and things like that. You can make a lot of interesting with, uh, 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 you can get a lot of emotions only in black and white. That's really fantastic. Yeah. That's what I, uh, that these th things really interest me. It's, uh, it's also neat because you, um, we talked a little bit about kind of passage time and that stops time there. Like when you put a big image yeah. in, it's yeah. just like you have to stop there. Yeah. And I sometimes, uh, I, I use a lot of um, uh, silent frames. It, that that's really um, a good way to to stop the the rhythm of the reader because the reader he's always he always goes really fast reading your 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 balloons, and if you want him to slow down and really feel what's going on, you you have to make some repeats. I do that a lot. Uh, Chris Ware does does that a lot. You know, to to stop the you really to stop the rhythm and you know put on the brakes. You have to repeat the same drawing, the same drawing, just to say to the reader, you, you must you must relax now and uh, and put on the brakes we're going we're g we're shifting in another mode here so this these kind of things really interest me um, and uh, and, and they're, they're usually the, it works and in, in the, the song of Roland at, at the end we have a, a zoom out so we have the little girl in the cemetery she's looking at his at her grandfather going up in the sky so I needed like four or five big images you know I you see the little f girl's face and then you see the cemetery and then you see the, the, the church and the cemetery and then you see all the old village so in that way you understand that her grandfather is going up in the sky and she's looking at him so we need that time you, you we need these frames re to make the um, the comprehension clear for the reader. When you plan out a story, um, do you do a script? Do you do thumbnails? Do you know, by thumbnails like little drawings? Yeah, no. I'd, at first, I do a synopsis. So, so this is a resume of the story. It's not a re a real scenario with all the dialogues, dialogues and everything. So it's just a. Uh, a short uh, resume is that uh, no resume is not the same thing for you. Uh, uh, like um, uh, it's 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 a short a synopsis is synopsis. Yeah. Okay. Synopsis. So we you have the main actions in there. So it it begins like that. They go there. They go there. They go there. But there's no dialogues in there. It's just the um, the chronology of the uh, the events. This can um, for a book that makes uh, 150 pages, the, the synopsis can hold maybe on four pages. So it's really, really, really uh, uh, all uh, 
shorten down. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then I start doing the decoupage, which is a storyboard for you, I guess. Oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, but it's a rough. Yeah. But I had um, when I work at same size, so I use this first rough uh, on a light table for the second for the second uh, penciling after. Uh, usually, uh, I'm uh, my my first drawings are about good are are in the right place. So uh, I do a rough, and that that's where all the fun is. You, that at that stage you. You know, you have to do the dialogues and uh, what, who's talking to who, and uh, how on, uh, you have to to see uh, how many frames you'll use for that sequence, and that's really the interesting stuff is at the beginning. After that, you you do some uh, a clean penciling, but m most of the fun is out because you you know, all your creative juice was used, and that af and after that, I do the inking, which is really boring. <laughs> <laughs> so I like I buy some new music and new CDs and I have like six or seven months or eight months to do the inking. This is the boring part. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I don't want to add some colors on that uh, afterwards. Oh no, no, no color, no colors are needed because uh, after that I, I mean, I'm it's two years of work, so it's, it's it's okay. I prefer going. I prefer uh, jumping on another story after that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in I think it was in Paul has a summer job, where you drew, draw mountains. Um, I, those mountains, I was really interested, <laughs> like the the rough mountains, how they almost felt like you're doing almost like cubist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drawings. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's it's a fact because if you go to Val David, uh. The where the uh, the um, escalade scenes are, uh, cl mountain cli climbing scenes are. Uh, I I went to do some photos there, and uh, I could I could show you the photographs, and it's really like Lego blocks one uh, uh, over the other. Uh, it's really cubistic, yeah. Uh, but it is uh, that place in particular is, is is cubist. Probably if I if I would do it today, maybe I would I, I would uh, it would be more refined. But this is in the in the first book. In my first book, uh, my um, my uh, my drawing is more is more uh, cubistic, of yeah, and the perspectives aren't really right, and uh, but it it, it it evaluates by itself. So uh, it, it this is an influence from my uh, my computer generated illustrations, I guess. <laughs> yes, <laughs> slowly working them yes. out of you. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Now it's less. Uh, it's more. It's like more like myself now. But my first book were really influenced by Illustrator. That's it's strange, but it, it's true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, as a person with uh, a history in design and school in design, um, I'm wondering about design choices in your work, um, specifically the outside mm -hmm. of the book and kind of what you're going for. Well, with mm -hmm. those. What, uh, what, uh, at, the, at the beginning of the, the, this adventure, I really wanted a really simple look because Paul is a simple guy with a simple life. So, uh, and the interior of the book is in black and white. So I didn't want to fool the reader. And <laughs> when I used to be a kid, I, I uh, so sometimes I bought books really, you know, uh, uh, really gleamy covers and uh, uh, full color. And you opened it, and it was so dece deceiving. <laughs> it wasn't like the the cover. So uh, I have I have the feeling now that I don't, I don't want to fool the. I want to really. Um, make the promotion of what's inside by the cover so when you look at the cover you can wait uh, you can I mean you can expect that it won't be in color and it's not and it's in black and white and it's pretty simple and I want you know really simple no hardcover I could have it in hardcover but I prefer to have it in soft like that but uh, it's it's a it's a personal choice. I want it to really look simple and toned down and like a, a a novel, if possible. Too, I don't want it to to look too rainbowish or too all the colors. I want it to be to look simple and for adults maybe. It has an adult look. Uh, the colors are, you know, always are use. I always use a little black in them. It's uh, never really uh, bright colors. They feel yeah, very muted. Yeah. Very subtle. Colors. Yes, it's, it's subtle and you it's, uh, simple, uh, you know, uh, calm, and the paper is uh, it's, it's ivory paper. It's it's easier to read too, 
at a, at a, at a time at uh, Paul Goes Fishing, I added some gray shades uh, in, in, the, in the frames. That wasn't really to, to it was for the easiness of, uh, of the reading. Just, just to make it really more easy to read. So I use two tints, like Tardy again, 20% and 40%, just to make it easier to read for the reader. So this is my, uh, it's all my consideration in design. So I don't have really, uh, really great plans for that. These are okay with me. I don't want more luxurious uh, printouts or uh, covers. It's okay with me like that. And you, I get the feeling you've always been into very minimal design. Um, yeah, too. When like looking at logos, and of course. Yes, I went to that school, that you know, you know, a bit of Swiss uh, Switzerland school of gra of uh, graphic design. So we used to make like things really simple, uh, uh, you know, that could l that that could last in time, you know. So that's what I'm looking at. I I want something that could that can stay on the shelves for a couple of years and it won't be uh, it, won't, it won't look corny, you know, in ten years. <laughs> So this, it's so simple, it's, it, the writing is simple, it's a handwritten, and it's really, com uh, it, uh, I hope it, it, it will stand, uh, stand time. Mm -hmm. and <laughs> you get the, I didn't notice in the earlier ones, but in the most recent, it's, the translation is hand lettered. Yeah, it's uh, it's my hand lettering, but it's g computer generated, oh, okay. so uh, my publisher use it in uh, he type types it in but it's uh, my hand drawing my, okay. my handwriting does a quite good job uh, maybe for the for the big uh, but, I, but I have to draw um, the big the, the big type when you have somebody yelling I had to I have to do it myself you know it's to uh, you can't get that, that really big bold feeling with uh, electronic type do you um, because you, s you speak fairly good English um, oh, thank you. No, <laughs> you don't want to hear me speak French. Let's just say that. Um, I'd have to. I'd <laughs> like to, to spend, you know, a couple of uh, months here just to, you know, to be uh, immersed in in, 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 in anglophone language uh, in, in English, so I can, you know, man manage better. But that's not the, that's not the case. <laughs> yeah, I, I, th I think you're doing pretty good. Um, do you read the translation? That how is it? How? Yeah, Helga Dasher. She's okay. a girl from Montreal, and she's really good. She does everything she can, but she, she, she there's some ox uh, there's always some obstacles for her in there. We uh, in French, I put some songs, I put some jokes, uh, kibbicisms, uh, anglicisms, uh, French expressions that she, she she can't do nothing with that. <laughs> and but but she always manages to do something interesting, and sometimes she rewrites the joke and uh, rewrites the song to to make it for. For, for for the English public and she does a, a really nice job I really I can read it so I work with her so I can uh, I read the English good enough to work with her and we discuss uh, in detail every page she's really a fantastic person and then it's translated in other language like Spanish Italian Croatian and uh, German uh, Spanish but they these people they all go from the the English version. Yeah. That's the that's it's the best thing to do. They couldn't work from the Quebecois. <laughs> I mean, an Italian or Cor Croatian couldn't quite work with a Quebecois version. No, it's too complicated. But the uh, the French use the Quebecois version. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's published in French as is in France, okay. and uh, I don't want to make any changes <laughs> just to please them. No, they have to you know look around the internet for expressions if don't, they don't understand. But usually there's no problem with the. With with my books uh, in France. Well, it's also it's important to keep those. It's important, yes. To have those like Quebecisms. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, I'm I'm really gonna. Uh, I want to hang to that. It's important <laughs> to me. Otherwise, I could go in France. If I used uh, international French, I could go publish my my books directly in French at at a at a big uh, you know a bigger publisher. But that, that's not really interesting. I prefer keeping it all you know local made it's printed in Quebec it's printed in Ottawa uh, with uh, Canadian paper and uh, from Roland and uh, so is so everything is made is uh, locally and I'm like proud of that yeah. <laughs> you're published by conundrum now who's yes a in English Halifax yes I'm proud of that too so like I prefer to keep it that way
<laughs> well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your vacation to come and meet with me at my my office here. <laughs> my talk office. about well, my workplace. <laughs> it sounds stuffy. We're nice office. Stuffy. <laughs> um, once again, to remind folks, I've been talking with uh, Michelle Rabadiadi, um, and uh, the books are. And I'm not not related to Ross uh, Rabagliati, the surfer, <laughs> the snow surfer. <laughs> Um, or your trip to Vancouver would be very different. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Paul has a summer job. Paul goes fishing. Um, Paul joins the Scouts. The Song of Roland, as well as Paul, Paul moves, moves out. out and, and Paul in the country. Paul in the country. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you, Robin.
back home 